0: This is The Mudroom, uncommon sense parenting classes with your parenting coach, Alana Robinson. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Mudroom, our weekly free parenting class. I hope you're all enjoying the lights and sights of the season. During December, the Uncommon Sense Parenting team and I take a wee break so that we can also enjoy the season with our families and focus on getting our clients ready for the next year. So during December, we'll be running replays of our top episodes of 2021. These are the episodes that got the most likes, the most comments, the most views this year. So we hope that you enjoy this refresher and we'll see you with new episodes in 2022. Happy holidays! Hello everyone, welcome to The Mudroom, our weekly free uncommon sense parenting class. How is everyone this week? It is the last week of April. Can you believe it? Where did the time go? I am really looking forward to May. We've got a great guest speaker coming into parentability this month. We've got Eva Klein of My Sleeping Baby come in to talk to the parenting posse in May. And this year, my birthday and Mother's Day actually fall on the same day. (laughs) So all I'm saying is I'm expecting to get spoiled, rotten, even though we're still in lockdown, which sucks. It's my second birthday in lockdown. But at least we don't have snow on the ground anymore. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. (laughs) All right, before we jump into our topic today, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Alana Robinson. I'm a parenting coach for parents of toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners. I help you understand why your children are misbehaving and how to fix it without yelling, shaming, or timeouts. I'm your host here on The Mudroom. I'm also the host of the Parenting Posse Facebook group, and I'm the creator of the ParentAbility program where I help you raise well-behaved kids of your own. No matter where you're catching this class from, please like and subscribe so that you never miss another class. And it also helps us really reach parents who need more support. I encourage you to comment and ask questions as we go along. This class is pre-recorded, but I am here. I'm available to answer your questions in the comments, and you can always follow up in the parenting posse as well. Those of you who have ever thought, you know, you might be raising a psychopath because your child smiles or laughs when another child gets hurt or doesn't seem to understand that biting or hitting hurts others or dismisses others when they're in pain. This episode is for you. Parents get really, really panicky about the development of empathy because we want our children to be well-liked and friendly, obviously. So when our children display a lack of empathy, it can be very, very triggering to us because it feels like we're raising an asshole. And I can tell you that that is most parents' number one fear that they're raising an asshole. And then it gets worse because when we try to teach our children empathy by pointing out others' pain or by having them apologize when they aren't sorry, by lecturing them about hurting others, there's like a thousand ways that parents try to instill empathy in their children by rote. And then the children don't display empathy. You know, they smirk, they laugh, they say, I don't care. They refuse to apologize. Well, now we're really panicked. So if this is your kid, I want you to take a deep cleansing breath because there's nothing wrong with your child, okay? You are not raising an asshole. You're just not teaching empathy right. There are two things that you need to know about children in early childhood. The first is that they are egocentric. Egocentric means that they don't give a fuck about anybody but themselves. They're self-centered. This isn't a character flaw. It's a developmental stage that is totally normal and necessary. And it begins to wane around five and a half to six years old. Their brain is concerned first and foremost with themselves and the impact that their actions and the actions of others have on them. Okay. The second thing is that they learn through observation and firsthand experience. We talked about observation quite a bit last week. So if you want to learn more about why observation is so important for young children, go listen to that afterwards. But they do not learn well through second or third hand experience. In other words, they have to do it to learn it. They have to directly experience it in order to learn. Telling them things is useless and a waste of breath often parents will say like, I told them they'd get hurt or I told them that this would be ruined and they didn't believe me. Well, yeah, because you might as well talk to a brick wall rather than try to teach a young child something by talking it through with them. It's not that they don't believe you. It's that because they're egocentric, they don't have the ability to put themselves in your shoes and use your secondhand account to inform their firsthand experiences. That's a big old developmental occasion that just hasn't happened yet. So because of those two things, trying to teach a child about empathy by talking about it is absolutely useless. And this is why you'll often see parents say things like, well, to get her to stop biting, I bit her and she never bit me again. Yes, okay, that does give them that firsthand experience. However, that's like trying to teach a child not to hit others by spanking them. There is absolutely zero situations where it is acceptable to intentionally hurt a child to make your point. None, zip, zelch, nada. By doing so, you are also giving them the experience that there are situations where someone pisses you off and it's acceptable to attack them. And that is not true. There are zero justifications for intentionally harming a child, none, okay? Especially because we can give them firsthand experience being empathetic instead and achieve the same result. Children learn to be empathetic by being empathized with. But this is hard because most parents don't understand the difference between empathy and sympathy. So they actually teach their child to sympathize, which does not achieve the same outcome. Empathy is to feel the other person's feelings. It's to have pain in your own arm. When someone else gets bitten, it's to feel heartbroken when your friend's dog dies, even though you didn't know their dog. Empathy means to put yourself in others' shoes. Okay, sympathy, however, means to understand that someone else is hurting, but not to feel that emotion yourself. What that difference might sound like in an adult context is when you see your child like bite it, like, right? and you know, just flat out and they scrape their knee. If you're empathizing, you're going to show through your actions that you feel their pain too. You're going to be very ginger with their boo-boo. You're gonna warn them when you put the disinfectant that it's going to sting and you're actually gonna cringe with them when it stings and help them breathe through it. You're going to kiss it and hug them and give them very, very tangible comfort. Sympathy, on the other hand, sounds like, ouch, yeah, that looks like it hurts. Okay, well, let's just clean it out and then you can go back to playing. Why are you crying? It's just a little scrape. I know the disinfectant hurts. I promise you I'm almost done. Here, kiss, kiss. Okay, all better, off you go. Can you see the difference between those two reactions? The first one, you're accepting their emotional expression and sharing in it because their pain is your pain. The second is that you know cerebrally that it hurts and that it sucks, but you don't actually feel it yourself. You validate without feeling the emotions yourself. It's a very different experience to be sympathized with versus empathized with. And most of what parents do is actually sympathy. And then we wonder why our child will hit another kid or bite another kid and then be like, yeah, it hurt, but it's over now. Sorry. It's very difficult to learn to put yourself in someone else's shoes if you've never or rarely had someone else step into yours. Or it happens, you know, very infrequently. The funny thing is that when our kids hurt someone else in public, we're usually empathizing with the hurt child or their parents but we're showing sympathy to our own child. So this means that you've got to model putting yourself in your child's shoes and understanding their actions from their perspective, showing them empathy when they get hurt, showing them empathy when we hurt them. When I was in early intervention, I spent a lot of time in daycare centers and I'd often see adults literally mow a child over and then go, whoops, sorry, next time get out of the way. Why are you crying? I just bumped into you. And then literally within an hour, that same child would then go and bowl a peer over and be like, oops, and just walk away like nothing happened. Versus if an adult bumped into a child and got down on their level, gave them a hug, rubbed them where they hit them and said, oh, ouch, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there and I bumped into you. Where does it hurt? Right there? Okay. Does rubbing it help or do you need some ice? You're okay? Oh, good. I'm going to watch where I'm going better next time. A child who had that experience would bump into someone and quickly apologize, hug them after a lovey or an ice pack and sit with their friend until they felt better. Modeling is the most powerful form of instruction that we have because it gives the child the emotional experience to reference when they do something similar, seeing you empathize with someone is not firsthand experience. Okay. They have to have personally experienced it. They have to feel what it feels like in order to be able to recreate that empathetic experience for others. It's not something that you can talk about because emotions and language live in totally separate parts of our brain. Language is up in our neocortex and emotions are in our limbic system. And young children's neocortex are still in the early stages of construction. So trying to use an underdeveloped part of their brain to inform another fully developed part of their brain, doesn't work. If you've been hanging around the mudroom for any length of time, you've probably are really sick about hearing about this, (laughs) but it's so important. Because if you don't understand the basics of how your child's brain develops, then you can easily get wildly inappropriate expectations, which leads to incredibly frustrating experiences as parents when we're trying to teach our kids these important lessons and it just doesn't stick. Which we then take to mean that either we're a shit parent or our child is a demon. And neither of that is true. You're just trying to teach a child the way you teach an adult, and that doesn't work. This is why in parentability, the first thing that I do with you is teach you about brain development, because without that background knowledge, none of the other stuff that we do in uncommon sense parenting makes any sense. That's why we call it uncommon sense parenting, because most people don't know this stuff. I would love to be able to call it common sense parenting, but it's not. Most of the common knowledge is just not accurate to how we actually learn and grow and develop as humans. It's out of date, it's old school. Once you know the basics, and I'm not saying you need like a neuropsych degree to do this, I'm talking that I can teach you everything you need to know to double your parenting prowess in like an hour. Parenting gets so much easier because you're making decisions and using strategies that work with their brain instead of against it. And those strategies aren't difficult or complicated, they're just intentional. So if your child is struggling to empathize with others, ask yourself, have I been modeling empathy for them? Or do I mainly sympathize? How can I show them how to react when you hurt someone? How can I show them more frequently that I feel what they feel? And while this doesn't have to be complicated, it's usually actually super simple. That doesn't mean that it's necessarily easy because often we don't feel what they're feeling. We struggle to put ourselves in their shoes because what they're feeling seems trivial to us. And again, this is far easier to do when you understand the brain development. That's why I have this 30-second Instagram reel explaining the limbic leap, and it went completely viral. Because it gave parents a frame of reference for how their four-year-old is feeling, which makes it way easier for them to react empathetically. I hope that makes sense. is a really hard thing to talk about for that reason that it is an emotional experience and words can't really do it justice. But if you have questions, please drop them in the comments and I will happily answer them for you or clarify for you. And if you want to learn more about parentability and how we use all of this uncommon sense parenting information, the link for the parentability waitlist is in the description. We're going to be opening the program back up again soon. This, as I said, is the last week of April, which means that we're coming up on summer and there is no better time to start ParentAbility than during the summer, when you have lots more control over your child's routine, you have a lot more opportunities for regulation and gross motor activity, and you can get set up and get your kids ready for the emotional roller coaster that is September. (laughs) And for those of you for whom virtual school has been extended till the end of the year, this is the perfect time to get a jumpstart on these concepts because they actually make virtual schooling a much, much easier experience. All right, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week for another Uncommon Sense Parenting class. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Common Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us live every Wednesday afternoon at 1pm Eastern, 10am Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us in the Parenting Posse Facebook group. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.